Hey, welcome to the Pretty AF Podcast. I'm Asli Maslow, a brand coach, speaker, author, marketer, and the founder of Pretty AF and the Babble Boutique. I help entrepreneurs going from living paycheck to paycheck in a job they hate to thriving in a career and life they love. This is your place to learn from me and other entrepreneurs that are Pretty AF inside and out. We get into how to create income doing what you love while finding balance between your wellness, beauty, travel, and philanthropy. If you're ready to get inspired and have actionable steps to build the life you love, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Pretty AF Podcast. I'm your host, Asli Maslow, and this is a solo episode. In today's episode, I'm going to walk you through how to define your ideal client, and I'm also going to go over the things that you don't need to know about them. I feel like a lot of people, when I start working with brands or businesses, they kind of get this wrong because a lot of times the things that people are looking at for their ideal client doesn't really matter, and you're kind of just wasting time by doing some of these exercises. So first I want to get into why defining your ideal client the right way matters. And the reason why this is so important is so that you can create content and offers that attract them and help solve their problems. So you ideally, whatever you're creating actually solves a pain point of someone specific So you obviously want to know who that person is to know what their pain points are. So I see a lot of people get caught up in things like, what is their name? What is their horoscope? Where do they live? And unless you're a certain type of brand, a lot of those things really aren't going to matter. So... For example, like the location, if you're a photographer and you only offer in-person things, then of course your location is going to matter. But if you're a coach, it doesn't matter. And worrying about where people are located is kind of wasting your time. So there's really only two things that when you're starting, you want to know about your ideal client. And that might seem like, seriously, like I have this whole mood board about my client and I was told I need to know all these different things about them. And while those things can be important, it's not when you're first starting. And as you work with more and more people, it'll be clear who your ideal client is just by how you feel when you're working with these different people. So when I first started, I started in the music niche and I thought I was going to be a marketing expert in the music niche. That's what I was going towards. But then I realized that I'm not a musician myself, so it was really hard for me to fully understand them and really help them in the way that they needed to be helped. So I think just as as you're going through building your brand or your business, you work with different people and you start to learn who you like to work with. And that's when 
those more smaller details begin to matter. So for example, now I really just work with female entrepreneurs that are multi-passionate and most of them are coaches or want to be coaches. And the reason for that is because of the way that I coach. I help people create multiple streams of income. And I'm also a coach myself. And most of the clients that I love the most are also coaches. So I feel like I've just learned a lot in this niche. And when it comes to being multi-passionate, the reason why that's important is because I help people create multiple streams of income. So if you really only care about one thing and you just want to make that one thing work forever, then I'm probably not the coach for you because I'm going to want you to create multiple streams of income. And that wouldn't really make sense for someone like that. So without any more of my rambling, (laughs) here are the two things that you actually need to know about your client. So number one what problem does he or she have that you can solve? So this is actually the most important thing. It's a lot more important than some of the other things you might be thinking about or listing. But if you have a specific problem that you know you're a rock star at solving and you know there's a specific type of person that tends to have that problem, then it's kind of just going to fall into place who your ideal client is. The other thing that really matters when it comes to your ideal client is the traits that are specific to what you do. So for example, before I was talking about how I used to help with marketing with musicians. So because all of the content I created and the offers I made were specific to people in the music industry, it mattered that I was only wanting to work with musicians. If on the other hand, I was say a bakery, it wouldn't really matter if my ideal clients were musicians or not. Does that make sense? So It's only the traits that matter based on what you do. So another example is I have a a client that is a confidence coach and she's a former dentist. She quit her dentistry job to go full-time in confidence coaching. Um, And a lot of the women that want to work with her, that relate to her, are a little bit older and some of them also have prior experience in the medical field. So a lot of times it can also be things that you have in common with the other person. So this is one of the things that I walk you through in my branding masterclass. And in that class, it'll teach you how to create a brand kit And that'll really help you define who your ideal client is, but also define for yourself what what your values are that you want to put out there. So this is really just for personal brands or people that are really the face of their company. And the reason that is because 
it's not that, for example, one of my values is that I'm Catholic. And it's not that I won't work with someone that isn't also Catholic, but it's that if there's another person that is looking for a branding coach and they're Catholic, they're more likely to want to work with me because I'm also Catholic. But that doesn't go for just that. It, it could be because I have dogs and they're also a dog person and they love dogs. So they're more likely to also want to work with me. So those things kind of start coming up as you are really starting to put your actual personality out there. But when you're first starting out, all that really matters is who you're helping, what problem you're solving for them, and how you're solving that problem. All the other stuff, to me, will just fall into place and... I think after you've been doing it for a while, creating something like a brand kit can help you then better define what it is that your niche is and your values that you want to put out there. Especially when you're first starting, it's really just figuring out like, who can I help? How can I help them? Who do I want to help? And focus on that instead of trying to just guess like, oh, they shop at this store and this store and they read this and this and they watch this. Because a lot of times, I think the the best way to me to do it is all those answers are just going to be what you like to do. And the people that you're going to be helping, they might, they may or may not have those same things in common with you. But just by you putting those different things about you out there on social media, they will learn more about you and realize that you're a human too. And I think when we kind of realize that other people that we might look up to or maybe want to work with, they're just humans just like you. To me, it makes you want to work with them more because you realize they're not just this branding expert or confidence coach. You know, there's more to them. And that's also not to get on a tangent, but (laughs) that's why that's one of the big reasons I created this podcast and interview the entrepreneurs that I do, because I want to showcase those different values, because all of that goes into a personal brand. And all of that, to me, just matters so much in being able to work with the clients that you dream of working with and will end up loving working with. But so my main points for this is if you're just getting started on figuring out who your ideal client is, one, just start working with people and you'll figure it out. And two, focus on who you want to help, how you can help them, and you'll be a lot further along than if you try to figure out what they order at Starbucks. Oh my gosh, we have to stop meeting like this. I'm totally kidding. But I wanted to let you know that I have three ebooks for free on my website. And if you go to asleymaslow.com and click courses, it's right under my courses. I have one ebook on how to grow your Instagram 
one on how to get started as an influencer on Instagram, and a third on how to make your first hire doing all the things that you currently hate doing. So I will let you get back to your episode, but I wanted to let you know about those goodies. (laughs) Well, that's all I have for this solo episode. I hope you found it helpful. If you did, please, please leave a review. I would love that on whatever you're listening on. And as always, if you have any questions, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at Asley Maslow or email me at asley at asley maslow. Thank you for taking this time for yourself to get one step closer to a life you love. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to me. If you left me a review on iTunes or whatever you're listening on, tell me what you want to hear more of or your favorite parts of the episode. Until next time, I'm Asley Maslow. Lots of love. And don't forget, you're pretty AF.